0: Welcome to the clubhouse. This is episode 38. You call it the Kwame Brown, Kurt Schilling, or the 1946 Yogi Berra episode, if you will. I'm your host, TJ Butler. Sitting beside me, my good friend, Big Dill. Dill, how are you today? It's
1: been a pretty good day so far. Looking forward to uh, setting it off with a pretty good pot. So Sure. To speak with you and what we're about ready to introduce. Sure. Doge? Teach? All the way from Cleveland? Yeah.
0: Doge, (laughs) how are we? Doing well, man. Yeah. It's good to be here. Took a week off, but
1: hey, everyone needs a week off here and
2: there.
0: Hey, we're bouncing back. It's the summer. Everybody needs a little summer (laughs) vacay, you know?
2: Yeah, last summer we took, like, a full summer home. Yeah, yeah,
0: right. (laughs) We're on it this year, at least, you know? Yeah. We're at it. So, as you know, we are the Cheap Seats Network, home of the clubhouse and the Pick and Roll Report. Uh, We've got uh, Cheap Seats Superior Sports. So, we've got an incredible show for you this week. Um, Here's what it's going to look like. First quarter, got a little MLB update and some trade rumors. Second quarter, we're going to talk a little bit about FCC as we always do, and some other expectations going into the uh, end of the season. We've got the third quarter, we're going to talk about some NBA news and chatter, and fourth quarter, as always, this summer, we've got our summer segment. So, first thing we got to do, all the way from Cleveland, is Doge. Warm it up for us, buddy. What do you got?
2: Yeah, so uh, just heard in the news today. Yes. Adrian Peterson is
0: being sued for faulting on a loan. Yep, he was using to pay back other debts that he had. So
2: Adrian Peterson, uh, being taken to court on some some debts. It's a kind of an RIP. A bit of a poor one out for, for AP. I mean, if you have that much money, what what are you doing in debt, bro?
0: Come on. Right. No, his lawyer said something about like this is a classic case of your athlete or famous person getting taken advantage of by some financial people and. Family, friends, or something. So you hate to see it AP all day, but it is what it is. Yeah, I
2: mean, if that's the case, get like a a serious financial trust. trust. Right. It's like they'll go to war for you, but I don't
0: know. Exactly. I don't know. Sounds like he's too deep in the hole now. Yeah,
2: you hate to see it.
0: Maybe, hey, if he gets enough touchdowns next year, maybe he can get enough bonuses to get himself
1: back in the green. Who knows? All
0: the power tone. If that's the case,
1: Big D struggling over here right now a little yeah. bit. Get a little stuffed up. Uh, yeah. So found out today that my Tampa Bay Rays ace pitcher, Sheesh. previous twenty eighteen Cy Young winner, right, um, is going to have elbow surgery, and will be out a minimum of four weeks. So that does not help our playoff push because. We started the year 14 and 4, and since then we have not been uh, doing too hot. So, last time I checked, we were half game out of the wild card, which we've been a couple games back of the division and we've been ahead of the wild card. So, Cleveland Indians, my other team, <coughs> excuse me, is now at the top of the wild card. So, that's good for them. We'll kind of get into some other things with the MLB later, but yeah. Blake Snell, four one out.
0: You hate to see it, special, uh, you know, four one out segment for Blake Snell. That's that's brutal. Probably four one out for the Rays too.
1: Maybe, but you yeah. never know. They could rally. AL East action. Oh, Red Sox are currently winning fifteen to three on the Yanks. So that's wild. There you go. So anyway, Go Sox. That's JP for you.
0: <clears throat> All right, ladies and gentlemen, I'm gonna warm it up here. I'm gonna need you to bear with me here for a second. Because the Celtics just signed Taco Fall to an Exhibit 10 contract, allowing him to play for our G League team, go to camp with us, and kind of be on the roster for 60 days before we have to really make a decision if we want to keep him or not. So that's big time news because people are saying we might not do that. So, in honor of LeBron James, take a little video here. What day is it, guys? Taco Tuesday! Dale, what day is it? Taco Tuesday. Those don't think you're getting away without it. What day is it? Taco Tuesday. Taco Tuesday! So, shouts out to LeBron, even though it's Thursday here when we're recording, but had to do it for Taco Fall and LeBron James. So, God, I don't know about you guys, but I'm warmed up now. You ready to rock and roll? Let's get it on First quarter, we got our MLB updates and trade rumors. Topic number one, let's just go around the horn. Um, Dill kind of already did this, but maybe he'll do a little team update here. Just give an update on the team you're rooting for, what they're expecting to do here, um, going into the deadline. You think they're going to be buyers or sellers, and are they going to make a playoff push or not? So, Dill, I know we got Blake Snell going down, but you think we're buying, selling? Winning, losing. What do you got?
1: All right. So I'll talk about the Rays and the Indians. Sure. Double down. Yeah, I think that... What's new? Those are my two teams. All right. That's who I'm rooting
0: for. What's new?
1: So I think that the Rays, if anything, will probably end up selling, especially with this injury for uh, Blake Snell. I think it's going to be hard for them to have a push here. Uh, And even if they do... I don't think it'll be a deep run for the playoffs. Um, they're kind of, I don't know, the AL is so loaded this year, uh, whereas the Indians, I believe, might be buyers. I think that they could believe that they can make another push. This is kind of the last round, per se, you know.
0: Sure, they had the last hurrah.
1: So, I don't know. With this group of guys, at least. Sure. Like the main core.
0: Right. I oh, don't know. I heard they might be sellers. Is what I've been potentially hearing. I'm just.
1: He just speaking open? optimistically. Sure, sure. Obviously, I want both my teams to do what needs to be done <clears throat> to get to the playoffs. But
0: sure. Uh, Doge, I'll let you talk about the Reds. Are we? Are we buying? Are we selling? Are we winning? Are we losing? What do you got for us? Um, I mean, I would. I would love to just be be buying, but I feel like we'll have to – Yeah, wouldn't that be nice? – something to get something. Um, so I think, you know, the I mean, the biggest trade we'll be talking about in a little bit, we'll go into a little bit more detail, is is sending Yachtell <laughs> Week out of here, which I wouldn't like. I feel like he's been a, a fun I don't want to, to have on the team. But, uh, you know, I, I feel like we're going to have to sell in order to get anything. Uh, so right. we'll, we'll see. A bit, a bit of give and take there. Sure. A little here and there. Yeah. So, um, no, I totally agree with that. And then I'll just talk about um, the Yankees here, since that's like a little other team. I kind of report my dad's a big Yankees guy. I'm definitely like super pro Reds, but if I had to go somebody on the other side to go Yankees, and of course they're going to be buyers. So like, what are we talking about here? I bet they're going to get a starting pitcher. <clears throat> I'm not going to say who, because that's in our next segment. But might have to do a little bit with uh, one of Dill's buddies. You know, more to come on that here now in our second quarter with our new game called Walk or Balk. We're gonna go around the room and we're gonna say if you think a trade rumor like has some legs, if it's gonna if it's gonna walk, and that you think that trade will go through, or if you think it's a bluff and you know that trade's just not gonna go through and it, the player's gonna stay where they are. So first ones first. We got Madison Baumgartner to, like, the Yankees, Braves, Phillies, or Astros. So a lot of people interested in him. Um, Say if you think any of those rumors are going to be a walk and which one. And if not, obviously you can say this is going to be a balk. So,
1: Dill, swing it to you first. What do you got? It kind of has me torn, because at the beginning of the year, I really thought that he was going to be traded just because of how poorly they were doing. But now they're like two or three games above 500, so it's like... They're kind of coming back. You know, let me see exactly where they are, but um, they're not far out. You know, they're three and a half games out of a wild card spot. So, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven teams, you know, including them, so... Those seven teams are battling for two spots, and there's only three and a half games between them, so it's pretty close, uh, pretty tight race there with Chicago Cubs actually, and the St. Louis Cardinals. So, sure, I think
0: that it's supposed to be pretty pretty quick at you know, at bat
1: here, though. Know. Know. It's not an intentional walk, but I'm gonna walk it.
0: You're walking it, <clears throat> okay?
1: I think the Yanks could really use him. Sure. I mean, he's I a big-time guy, too. I think all these teams could. Right. But I think just a lefty, you know, experienced, vet on their staff. Playoff proven guy, Yeah, too. and he's like a, a total character, which will be fine in New York. Like, yeah. that's fine. Right. And Booney's cool, so he'll get him around. So. Walk it to the Yanks.
0: Sure. Doge. Do you think this trade's going to walk or balk? Uh,
2: I... I see it balking, dude. I mean, I think they they talked, big game on, uh, but then they started playing real well. And uh, I mean, if they like what they have now, then, then keep it. Steady. Right. No need to no need to change up a good
3: thing at the moment. Yes, me.
0: I'm with you. I think they're not gonna do that because uh, I just think they're kind of they think they're kind of turned it around a little bit here. And uh, I heard uh, it's Bruce Bochy's last year, so I don't think they want to just, like, throw in the towel and tank. I think they want to try to go for it. not saying they're going to be buyers per se, but I'm not sure if this is going to be the pitcher that one of these, you know, big-time clubs is going to get. So <clears throat> moving on to the next one, quick at-bat here, hopefully. Dill, Will Smith to the Twins or the Yankees? It's a relief pitcher, I believe, for the Giants.
1: Yeah, I think that that's gonna be a bulk. I don't think either team's gonna jump on jump on him, but it, you know, relief pitchers and whatnot are always highly valued, especially later in the year. Right. But
0: certainly. Doge. Uh I'll go with walk. I can see the
2: twins freaking out a little bit that they're losing ground to the Indians and feel like they need to make a move, so I mean, I'll walk on that one. <laughs>
0: I think I'm going to balk on this one, but I agree with you. If anyone's going to do it, it's going to be the Indians. I'm pretty – you know, I don't – Twins. Twins. Excuse me, twins. Jeez. Same colors, similar logo. I'm just kidding, not really. Yeah, same division. No. So. Right. are
2: the same
0: team. But I was just going to say, <laughs> I don't think the Yankees need a relief pitcher per se. I think they need a starter rather than a reliever. So, um, I'll say no to this one, but I could see the Twins maybe doing it. Um, on to the next one, the next big rumor: Marcus Stroman to the A's or the Yankees? Doge, I'll start with you first. Walker or balk? Um,
2: I could walk. I feel like it. Would, I feel like between the A's or the Yankees, it'd probably be the Yankees. I feel like the A's really aren't ever a buyer team.
0: Right. <laughs> Right. I'm gonna walk on this or yeah, I'm gonna walk on this one too, and with the Yankees as well. I think this is the guy that could probably get um, so I I am also in agreement with you. I, have, I really don't think the A's are gonna be buyers, but you know, I could be wrong. Still, Walker Bach, Stroman.
1: I feel like it would be a great move if they were able to get him and that's the Yankees. Right. Uh, because he has some really nasty stuff that you could throw him in relief for an inning or something like right in the, too, playoffs, yeah, the playoffs. Like he just can get be... him in there to
0: just disrupt some stuff
1: so you know you could use him as a starter obviously I don't know how they're gonna you know do that if he goes there but you know I can see it sure So that's walking Marcus Stroman looked like a neat walking team yeah just staying in the uh, nice. staying in the division yep
0: next one big rumor we got Zach Granke. To the Philadelphia Phillies. So that's been uh, rumored to happen. Doge, Walker or balk here? I see, I see a walk here. You know, they've been connected wow. to, to Bump Gardner as well. But I think this would be a great
2: move for them. And I feel like having having him in the rotation uh, with the star power that they have as of right now with uh, Arietta the freaking nuts, nutcase. But right. Then you got Bryce Harper. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I think I think that could be a walk. That could be that could be
0: interesting. And they've been they've been tied to starting pitchers. Like I said, with Bumgarner and But right. I feel
2: like they,
0: they could definitely linked them for sure. I could see it. I don't know. I just don't know if the backs are going to do it. But if they're going to make this trade, I definitely see like the Phillies being involved potentially. Um, like you said, they've just been linked to this. So I've got a walk on this, but I'm hesitant. Um, I'm definitely taking all the pitches in this at bat. So Dill. Walker here.
1: are the Phillies the only team that he's possibly being traded
0: to? No, that's just a big rumor I saw. I didn't like dive too deep. Okay, um, to be honest with you,
1: I mean, I think anywhere that Dranky goes is going to be happy that he's there. He's you know pretty consistent, you know, across the board. Right, at the top of the charts per se. It's uh, definitely a guy that you'd like to have in your on your staff. Certainly. The, uh, playoffs and making that push as well.
0: Right.
1: So if you rank an Indian wa- I'd love it.
0: Wow. It. He walk so he's walking.
1: Somewhere. I'm not sure maybe where not Philly, yeah, maybe not Phillies, but he's walking. But you know, I feel like he would be a good spot or he'd be a good uh, pitcher to have. Veteran I mean I would veteran flip move out if the Reds got to
0: keep but obviously no no chance. That's a no chancer. Um but I would love it. Speaking of the old red legs. Yasiel Puig to the Indians. Uh, a little interstate trade of the wild horse. Doge, tell me it ain't so. Walker Bell. I, I hope it's not so. I, I would hate to see him go. I've loved having him here. I feel
3: like the team still has an opportunity to really gain some momentum, but I feel
2: like getting rid of Puig would not necessarily be the answer. You know, if, you're, if you are looking for some more pieces, he's probably one of the best pieces to trade in order to get different guys. But
0: I,
3: right.
2: I, 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 I hope it's a balk.
0: I'm right there with you. I hope it's a box so bad. I'm such, a, I'm such a Puig fan. I think he just makes our team fun. I mean, we've got a lot of fun guys now, too. But he, I think, brings the fun out of everyone, too. So, I don't I feel know. Like, feel like I enjoy it. it. I hope it's such a box, but. You know the Reds, dude. It's if they're a good player and they got trade value, they're gonna walk out of town unless you're Joe Votto, So, um, he's probably gone, which stinks. But hopefully, Dill can enjoy him if he goes. Maybe, Dill, do you want the Wild Horse? Or
1: yeah, I mean, I think he's a a guy who can fuel the team. You know, off his right. energy. Hopefully, in a positive way.
0: Making out with this bat all the time.
1: I mean, we can just wear our own cut-off sleeves. You know? No, you can't. So,
0: hashtag born to baseball.
1: <clears throat> so you I got guess, you're I walking. See, we need him. You know, we we could use a bat and a good outfielder. Right. Or if he's not feeling, you know, th or something, but probably not a th a whole lot. Sure. Yeah, I don't know about that. You want there his you cannon can. out there right. too? Right. The four hundred can foot cannon launch balls out of there.
0: We need him. We need him, Reds. He's, he makes it fun. People go watch him. All right. Next one. Hunter Pence to the Montreal Devil Rays. I mean, Tampa Bay Rays. Dill, talk to you first. Montreal, Hunter Pence, Tampa, Hunter Pence.
1: <laughs> so, Tampa. <laughs> uh, I mean, Hunter Pence is like a Ben Zobras kind of guy, where he can kind of play... Dude, he's such a—he a cl- just
0: like such a clutch hitter. Right. Like, if you are in the playoffs, which maybe not now with uh. old Snelly, but dude, he would be huge for like that one play-in raise game that they have to win against you know whoever because you know Yankees are probably going to be ahead. I was going to say Red Sox, but maybe not. But you know what I mean? That one, that play-in game.
1: Yeah, you know, you always need a good clutch hit. In the playoffs, or be able to move a guy over without, um, you know, a double play or something. You know, right. He's a hustler guy too. So. Right. Won a couple World Series.
0: Yeah, for sure. Definitely, he's a great player. Doge. Any legs for? I guess you did. You're saying walk.
1: Yeah. Um. I'm gonna balk it. You're balking. Yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: Montreal or Hunter Pence? Hunter Pence. Sure. Yikes. <laughs> Walker walk on Hunter Pence to the Tampa Bay Rays.
2: I'm going to walk with this one,
0: too. Um, wow, I love it. Wow. They're, uh, they're like the only person that's really been brought up, I feel like, as far as Pence is concerned, like that really has some serious legitimacy.
2: Right. Um, and, you know, the, the Rays are kind of in a battle right now. Uh, with the A's kind of in that wild card spot. So, you know, both those teams, you know, if, like I said earlier, I don't see the A's really being buyers. I see the Rays kind of taking a step there and saying, you know, maybe a chance to hop on them.
0: Wow. I sure. I was going to walk on it too, just because I want to see it. And I think he'd be fun. He's a fun guy to go watch too. So maybe people actually go to the games. Who knows? Um, we'll keep him in Tampa then.
1: But get Puig down there.
0: Yeah, get. Listen, we'll three-way trade. We'll take Hunter. You get Puig. Man, I could talk about that. Hunter, Hunter Pence. Oh yeah. All right, little three three-team deal there. Right. Gotcha. They get some gotcha. something from you guys. Um. Okay. Next one. Mike Miner, to the Yanks. Walker Bach, Doge.
2: Uh, I'm gonna balk on this one just because I feel like I've already walked with a couple other Yankees trades. Right,
1: don't <laughs> you, yeah. they're just gonna get all the pitchers. Just,
0: they're just yeah. taking. They're gobbling up every pitcher. I'm um, walking. I'm, I'm walking on this one too. I don't think they're gonna try to go for him. Balking. yeah, walkin', I Keep thinking walk is is bad. Like, like slow, but it's, that's what you want. Walker Bach here, Mr. Miner, 49er, Dale.
1: I mean, I'm in the same boat as you guys. I feel like I can't go with another pitcher to the Yankees, but, I mean, the Yankees do that kind of crap.
0: They do, right? They absolutely do. That's
1: why it's plausible. Like, if you were to put, like, you don't have the Rays on here twice. Like, just like you said, like, they'll just pick up Stroman and just, like, make him a relief guy. Yeah.
0: And pick
1: up four like three. Kinda other like pitchers. Boston did with uh Ivaldi last year.
0: Right. Yeah. He was
1: a great starter for us, had nasty stuff, went to the uh, Red Sox and now they're like looking at him being the closer. Right. So it's like the dude's just got nasty stuff. He throws some gas. He goes out there and just <clears throat> strikes Mofos out. But I'm gonna go with a Balk and Box
0: all around. Bartender. <clears throat> Another. Trevor Bauer. To the Yankees, Phillies, or Astros. I'll start here. I'm walking to the Yankees. So I'm going two. I'm going Stroman and Bauer to the the Yankees. I think those will be the two guys they try to go for if the Indians are moving Bauer. Um, So I'm walking on this one. Dill? Hate to hear it, I'm sure.
1: Yeah, I don't like hearing those name. But I mean, at the same time... Shane Beaver has been really good. Yeah. And he's kind of taken over. All-Star MVP. Um, we don't have Carrasco right now because of his, you know, battle with leukemia. Right. So he's out. He's trying to get back with the team uh, before the end of the year, which he else. said is possible. He said he wants to get back by the end of uh, July, I think, or end of August. I, can't remember. I think he said July, but then they were like, She's no, it's probably right going to be August. Okay. So. Be right or at least like back pitching at the MLB in September, like at the end of August. Right. So if it, it depends on how how spicy or how sweet the deal is, but I could see him. I could see him being traded to some of those teams. At the same time, if the Indians believe that they can make a push, I feel like they're going to keep their guys. Right. So I'm going to balk it. Balking it. Yeah. Doge. Walker
0: Bach, Trevor Bauer to the Yankees, Phillies, or Strohs. I'm saying Bach. Um, Indians have been the best team since the start of June. They've been 31-13 sure. and 13 since then. Uh, a lot of the local news here are saying they really don't change up a good thing. So I'd not be getting rid of them right now. They've been the best team in baseball for the last two months. So, like I said, don't change a good thing. I'm balking on any trade right now for them. Sure. You good, though? it's just trying to crack my back,
1: you know. Sure, yeah. Little
0: just, back backcrackage. Uh, last one here. Friend of Doge. Not like actual friend, but, you know, they they shared a good time once. Todd Frazier. To the Red Sox. That's a rumor going around. JP's team. Doge, you going to walk or balk this one with the home run derby champ? Um, I feel like they're right. going to walk on this one. I feel like they're going to go forward now to – you know, to exactly who, I don't know if it is the Red Sox or not, but you sure. know, they've, they've talked about,
3: you know, he's been in the trade rumors since January
2: for them, so I'm not, I wouldn't be surprised if they unloaded him here at the at the deadline.
0: Yeah. I'm with you. I think this is going to walk, and I'm with you on that. As I'm not sure if it's going to be the Red Sox per se, but I could see it for sure. Yeah. Billy? Frazier, Walker-Bach to the Sox?
1: I mean, when he got traded to the Yankees, he really helped them yeah. make that push. And, uh, he was good. He was really good for them. He was good so, for the Reds. Right. So I think it's definitely possible he's going to be traded to a contender. You know, this is his kind of time of year to shine or really help uh, push the team over the edge. Right. So I can see it. I think that the Red Sox could use another bat, but I think they need to focus on their pitching actually first. Their bullpen has been terrible. Uh, They haven't been able to find a closer. They can't finish games. They actually sound a lot like... Them and the Mets are pretty similar. And... Cat patrols right now. But anyway... um, I can totally see him moving. And I think it could be... You know, high chance it could be Boston. Sure. Cat patrol here.
0: Cat Patrol, sure. Um, yeah. So that is going to do it for Walker Bach. If you've got any other ones, shoot us on, on Twitter or Insta. We'll give our, our quick reaction. Just a quick rapid fire, emphasize rapid fire here, Dill, looking yeah. right at you, yep. looking right at you. Yep. Um, do you think that because the MLB changed the trade uh, deadline rules where there's no like waivers afterwards, there's going to be more trades this year? making it a little more exciting, potentially, kind of like the NBA trade, day, trade deadline? Or do you think it's going to be more like the NFL trade deadline still where just, like, not too much happens but some a couple big names here and there, a little sprinkle, if you will?
1: I don't think it's going to be like the NBA. I think it'll probably be but there's more, like But I feel like there's, like, the a lot of
0: waiver moves that always happen, so I feel like there's going to be more, but I don't know. I, I agree. I think it's in NBA... between,
1: but I think it's leaning more on the NFL
0: side. I agree. Doge? I feel like there will be more trades uh, with just the sheer amount of players that there are
2: in baseball with all the farm systems. That right. If you can't blame anybody off of waivers, then I feel like there has to be more, more movement there.
0: I'm in agree- agreeance <laughs> with you. I definitely think there's going to be a little more action, whether that is NBA level is for us to see, but I doubt it. So, Sure. Moving on, second quarter. Got our FCC update here. Topic number one, we had a nice two-game winning streak uh, going into a couple games last week, and then we were humbled once again by uh, Wayne Rooney from D.C. United and then the New England Revolution, Boo, Bruce Arena. We are down 15 points heading into the rest of the season with a possible, I think, 31 or 35 points available. Do you think uh, or do you see the playoff push happening or it's going to be more of the same here for FCC? So, Doge, I know you're keeping an eye on this team. What do you got for us? Yeah, unfortunately, I don't see a big push in my eyes right now. I feel like they are still just trying to figure the roster
2: out. Uh, You know, they're really still just getting their feet wet in the MLS. I know we had high hopes going into the season, but, you know, this isn't the USL anymore. So I feel like the playoff push just isn't going to be there this year. They've got a lot more to figure out, um, and I don't. I just don't see it happening. Um, saw just today that we wound up. I know we talked about it last pod, so I figured I'd bring it up. You know, we wound up sending Forrest Lasso over on loan to Nashville. You know, the other expansion team that'll be joining the MLS soon. Right. Uh, USL Defender of the Year last year, so um, he's headed head back to the lower level soccer just for now. Um, but yeah, so. I mean, I feel like we're still just trying to find the right guys
0: to, to give us a solid lineup, but that's that's yet to be the case, so I don't see a push happening. So the only way I see us making a push is if we, like, actually buy some people here in, like, the next week and a half mm-hmm. and they, like, make an impact, but I don't think so. I know that we just got our center back, Vanderwerf, like, his visa cleared finally. So he should actually be playing, I think, this weekend. Uh, maybe they'll start haggling since he's like returning to Toronto. So like that might be like a little, you know, homecoming thing. But if that guy is as good or better than Waston, then we might actually have a real defense which can make a serious impact on our team. Because right now it's it's not looking good. So I don't see a push either, Doge. I'd like for us to come out here with some wins and actually defend our home court, which we've. You know, kind of touted ourselves on, and then just like kind of, you know, looked like fools a little bit with it here now. So I'm hoping we can recover that, but right now it's not looking good. Dill, push? No push.
1: What do you got? I think as of right now, you gotta say this is a bust. You know, I don't think they're we're gonna be able to make a push. Not with our style of play, lack of talent, and vice versa. So I don't know. I don't think so.
0: Yeah. Uh, like I said, we got to actually like get new players. if We want to make a push because right now it's just tough. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. A new manager coming in could potentially help too. You've kind of noticed that difference with the, uh, like Bruce Arena made with the revolution. I think Colorado did something similar and got a new manager. So, no, that can make a big difference, but right now, not looking good. On to topic number two, get Richie or die trying. <laughs> um, many FCC fans are fed up um, with Spencer Richie and his play right now. They're saying he's the biggest problem, he should go, why, You know, kind of why does he play? Um, do you think Richie is to blame for FCC? And if not, who would you put the most blame on if you had to? So, Phil, we'll, we'll go with you first. What do you got? Who's, so, to, who's to blame if you, get, if you had to point?
1: So, I feel like it's just the defensive strategy. They never pressure the ball quickly. They just kind of sit back and wait for somebody to make a, you know, make a move or make an well, error. And a lot of times, they aren't as fast or they aren't as quick as the other team, so they get beat on easy plays, even though, you know, they're simple, um, they're just getting beat, like, right. this day. I think Richie has been okay, I think he's been solid at times, but there have been times where I realized, like, okay, you shouldn't have allowed that to have a rebound, or, you know, they end up having a corner kick at scoring, and it's, you know, it's just little things like that that are indirectly his fault. Right. Um, I think that, you know, you could obviously have a cleaner goalkeeping, um, uh, you know, game back there, but I don't understand what was what's up with Teton. Like, wasn't he supposed to be pretty good?
0: That's what I thought, but I don't know. I don't know why he doesn't play. So maybe not. I mean,
1: he, he hasn't just, really played just all look, year.
0: Maybe he's hurt. Maybe he doesn't look good in camp.
1: Maybe he doesn't want to. Yeah. I don't know. Right. Yeah. Who knows? You
0: no, know, I don't. I think for me the biggest person to blame, definitely not Spencer Ritchie. I mean, obviously he's not Manuel Neuer or anything, but I don't know. He still makes some pretty good saves. And every game I go to, I always find myself going like, dang, like Ritchie gave up like quite a bit of goals, but there could have been quite a few more that went in because he had a couple of really nice saves. So I don't know. You take what you can get, but when our defense is just like, letting people just take wide open inside the box you know box shots that any single one of us could score if you had the ball there like it's just a wide open shot and then inside the six you're going to put it in so we need more pressure on defense and I think a big reason for that is because of Johan Demay's kind of system where we just pass it backwards all the time and I just we, we play big lob balls I feel like we're kind of like a younger soccer game when I got like when I was a kid where you just kind of like lob it up and try to get it. And we don't play with a lot of possession. And I just think that's a big issue because we're always passing it back to Richie and he has to make a big clear. And we've given up so much of the field already that we have to just play defense. And so I think we got to try to make more connections rather than making those big boots. So maybe that is Richie's fault. Maybe he is to blame for that, but I don't think so. I just think it's like the consistent. All right, we'll pass it back to, you know, Duplan. Well, then he's going to pass it over to Hagland, who's going to pass it to Waston, who's going to pass it back to Hagland, who's going to pass it to Richie, who's going to launch it up to Adi, who's going to pass it back to no one because he's going to lose it. So, I mean, that's just the offense right there, and it, it needs to get a little more crisp, in my opinion. Doge, Spencer Richie, to blame, yes or no? What do you got? No, like, I mean, you, you touched on it a bit, kind of in your explanation, but, you know, there's bigger problems before the opportunity to save the shot, just like,
2: you know, there are a lot of open looks that he kind of has to defend, and like you said, you know, he makes a lot of good saves, but when he's just on the, on his heels for 90 minutes,
0: right? because the pepper. back lines just let people buy them constantly, you know, there are going to be high goal counts, and that's not always the goalkeeper's fault, so... I'd say we have bigger problems than, than just the goalkeeping there. I totally agree. Totally, totally agree. So, mm-hmm. if you want, I'm going to do a little little segue here into topic three, which is if you want to find out more about Spencer Richie, get some statistics on it, you can go check out Pat Brennan's article on the Cincinnati Inquirer. He wrote a good one about it. And he is potentially going to be on our show soon, so... Looking to do that, so we're really hyped about that. Looking forward to having a real, you know, real-life reporter here for FCC, guy who's watching them day in, day out, and can give us the inside scoop of what to expect here for this season. So, that's coming soon, and look forward to it. Um, and that right there, gentlemen, is going to wrap up our second quarter and lead us into halftime. So, Doge. From Cleveland, where can we find our you know, clubhouse-specific stuff? Because that's what people want. They, they want our stuff. You know it. Yeah,
2: if you uh, roll over to Facebook, you'll just find us the Clubhouse. Clubhouse is one word. And then if you uh, you head over to Twitter and Instagram, you'll find us at clubhouse underscore TCSN. That stands for the Chief Seats Network. So clubhouse underscore TCSN on Twitter and Instagram in the clubhouse on Facebook
0: sure big deal where can we find the Cheap Seats Network specific stuff
1: yeah so for any Cheap Seats uh, information you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter Facebook you can just type us in as the Cheap Seats Network and on Twitter at the Cheap Seats S nice and simple
0: sure Oh,
1: that's
0: it. I know. Uh, I know the pick and roll just recorded one. I don't know if it's released <clears throat> or not, Coffs McGee. Um, but I know. Uh, I know it's a good one. They did a lot of power ranking action. So look for that on the Cheap Seats Network. Moving into the third quarter, boys. We're gonna do a little NBA action here for you. Topic number one. Overpaid, underpaid, or properly paid? So in a kind of similar fashion to Walker Bach, where we're going to quickly go through and say what we feel about these guys and their contracts um, that they signed this year. Um, If you think an athlete is worth their contract, um, you'd say they're properly paid. If you think they're overpaid, obviously that, or underpaid. So without further ado, moving on to the list Number one, Tobias Harris. Five years, of $180 million. That's thirty six million a year to the 76ers. Dylan, overpaid, underpaid, properly paid.
1: Totally overpaid. Ooh, that's the max, I agree. <laughs> There's not one thing that he does superior than anyone else, and I can't think of anything. Like It's not like...
0: Well, yeah, I mean, he's just a very good, solid guy, you know, right? That's about it, all around.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, he's an all-around, like, you know, pretty – like, average to pretty good player. Right. I mean, you. the problem is
0: they gave up too much for him to just go. But, I mean, I am totally agree with you. Like, overpaid. I found myself a lot in the playoffs watching Sixers games and going – Where is Tobias Harris?
1: He hasn't touched the
0: ball. Like, where is he? And then you see him in the fourth quarter missing all those threes. You're like, yikes. So, Max? I don't know. Doge? you going to tell me he's properly paid or what? No. Underpaid? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's overpaid. Not for sure. He was like the fourth best player on that roster last year. You
2: know, and to, to be paying Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid what you need to and then to have to worry about paying Tobias Harris this for the next five years, you know, I don't see that lasting. So definitely overpaid.
0: Dude, he might have been the fifth best player. J.J. Redick was pretty good. Yeah, you're right. Hot, hot takes. Then Al
1: Horford, I feel like it's better than he is. Well, I mean, so yeah, no freaking doubt. Yeah, I'm just saying, like some people probably would. They didn't, yeah, offer, Jim, they, didn't
0: offer, gone, so they didn't offer. They didn't offer Jimmy the max. Out. I heard. Whatever. We'll get into that. We can't. We can't dwell on anyway. bias. Toby and Boby are split up, though. That's sad to say. Um, <clears throat> that alone would have been worth for like a little less money just to keep. Uh, Bob on. <laughs> that would
2: have been for the
0: boys of Toby. Right, he's not doing that though. No, um, I wouldn't. Chris Middleton, one hundred and seventy-seven million dollars, five years. That's thirty-five point five million a year for the Milwaukee Bucks. Doge, what do you got? I think that's properly paid. Uh, you know, he he was an all-star. He produced for them. They uh they were the one seed of the East. You know, and. He can't break up a good thing. I feel like, you know, he was an integral part of that team. So, properly paid. Give the money. Uh, um, I, like, wish I could like be, like, a slightly overpaid. But I'm going to step my foot down in the overpaid section. Because I just – he was fine in the playoffs. He wasn't great. I just don't know if he's worth a max spot when if you're trying to, like, super build around Giannis. But I really think they – Blue with the guy that we don't actually have on this list was, which was signing uh, Bledsoe, excuse me, before the the season uh, ended. What so extension? yeah, I just that I, yeah. I don't know, I would have kept Brogdon too potentially, but Middleton's mm-hmm. definitely worth a good chunk of money. I just don't know if he's worth this much. So I'd say overpaid a little bit, but he's definitely very good. Not like Tobias Harris, kind of. Yeah, I feel like that's just the money
2: you had to pay.
0: To no, that exactly. It's it's similar to Tobias Harris, but I feel like. Chris Middleton for me is more justified, like I sure. he's definitely more in the properly paid like, like section than I would say
1: Tobias Harris is for me. Dill, nice. what do you got? Him? Yeah, I think he was uh, definitely overpaid. I definitely. don't think that he's. I don't. I just don't think he's. He's proven right. it long enough. Sure. He didn't really show up in the playoffs much. I don't know. Just the other moves they've been making. It's like, come oh guys. Like, what are you doing? Like, you have a chance here. Uh, should have kept Brogdon. You know, if you're going to keep the young guys, keep all the young guys. You know, Brogdon was a, what, 90-50-40 guy? Yeah. Like, that doesn't happen all the time. You know he was well-coached. He's played really well. Uh, other than his injury, he had a fantastic season. So, That's why don't you, you don't after him a little there, bit more? Don't you think
0: deep down there, just, if we would have just signed Brogdon instead of Bledsoe, such a better spot.
1: Yeah, because I I don't think, Middleton's going to be a number two guy who's going to be able to win you a championship. Like, he's your number three, number four guy. And if you're paying him that much, I don't know how it could be. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, he's good, but I agree. I'm kind of in the same boat with you. Unless it just gets somebody on a draft or... Splash
0: Mountain just comes, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. For Klopas. All right. Moving on. Pinkus Dingus. Kristaps Porzingis. One, one. Dude, that quote will never, like, get old to me. Like, what was it again? It's that, like, poor guy. Like, is it, like, Ian or whatever? The really annoying one. Michael Rapaport. Yeah, sure. I don't know which Is it Is it Ian or Michael? I thought it was Ian. We got a stats team right now. Because I don't want to be speaking... The older guy? I don't want to be speaking bad about this guy. The redhead one. That announced at the Big Three. That
2: guy.
0: Michael Rappaport. It's Michael. Michael. Okay. Look he's him up, so dude.
2: Yeah, Rappaport did the
0: big three. Yeah, okay. Look him up. So, Michael Rappaport, they're like, he's, I don't know if it's like a video he took or someone's taking it of him, but it's after the Knicks drafted Christoph Porzingis. It's definitely not that guy. <laughs> and he literally goes on record, maybe even on ESPN. I don't know. But he just goes, who the fuck is Pingus Tingus? <laughs> Just like dude, what? <laughs> so right. Sorry.
1: Gordon, hello. That's totally him though too. Right, it is. Anything you've seen. Hey Gordon.
0: Um But yeah, Pingus Tingus, Chris Stops, 158 mil, five years. So, 31.65 a pop for the Mavericks. I'm going properly paid here. You got to do it. You traded for him. You know, it's a little weary with the injuries, so maybe that would be a concern for some people in the overpaid. But, I mean, it's not as much as the other guys, but it's like the same deal that they were getting. So, I I think this is a good move. Properly paid. Deal?
1: Yes, yeah, I think he was properly paid, especially with the seasons that he had leading up to his injury. You understand what his potential was, and hopefully, he was
0: so good. Hopefully, oh.
1: I mean, like that dude can absolutely help him win games. Uh, he's kind of like a like a he's a bigger Jokic, right? You no, know, he's super thin. Well, I'm saying like taller. Like he's a taller, he's like longer, a, like taller, a,
0: like slower Kevin Durant. He's so lanky. But he's like, he's, he's like a bigger, he's a slightly healthier, he's a slightly healthier bull bull.
1: Either way, I think that he's definitely an impact player that is well worth the 31 mil uh, a year, assuming that he plays, which is why you're paying the guys, you're paying the guys to play. You can't hope injury happens, you know, say, oh, like.
0: Right, I mean, they hopefully take, this I'm,
1: happens so we get to Marcus Cousins for really cheap, you know, I mean, know something they, like that. Like no one's doing that.
0: Right. Plus, they take insurance out on like players' contracts too. Like John Wall, like next year if the if he doesn't play a single game, which he's just definitely not going to, that's from what I understand. The Wizards can like get eighty percent of his like salary back through the, some insurance thing. Just ridiculous because he's making a shit ton of money. Um, Doge. Tingus Tingus. What do you I got? Yeah, I you think we're all in hard. agreement here. Give the man the money. He was dealing with the Knicks. He deserves it for that alone. Wasn't he like up for MVP one year? Like really? for like a month. He like, was before like... he got hurt. Like that like and going into Christmas before he got hurt, he was like definitely in like the top the three combo. Yeah. And the Knicks were like Was that the year Russ had season? Curry like, like seven or eight? or eight. Uh yeah, I think so. Probably. That makes sense. Okay. Because it was kind of a slow MVP year. At least at that point. All right, next one. Harrison Barnes, $85 million, four years. That's 21 25 a pop to the Kings staying home. Um, I think this is properly paid. He's a pretty good player. That's not too much money. Pretty decent contract. You got him for a couple years. They're young, they're building. I like this. Properly paid. Doge, what do you got?
2: I agree. Properly paid. It's not the max that he was given
1: before. Right. And, uh I think that's a good thing. So
0: Totally agree. Big D. Yeah.
1: He's he's a guy that you definitely can have score the ball. He can, you know, definitely run the offense for a little while.
0: Depends so, well
1: too. Yeah, right. So I mean he's his whole play overall. Right. Somebody that you want on your roster and I think that guys normally that are his skill level go for more than that per year, so I feel like that's a pretty good contract. So Right. Um, if anything, I feel like maybe underpaid.
0: Sure. Yeah. I agree, yeah, definitely like certainly not sniffing the overpaid side, more yeah. sniffing the underpaid. I would say for
1: him, I would say between like maybe twenty six or twenty five and thirty mil would be what you would get paid.
0: Yeah, you like you'd expect him to get that Chris Middleton kind
1: of deal. Yeah. But
0: so Maybe not
1: quite him, but maybe, like around dude, there.
0: Dude, your you're – I've changed. I'm underpaid. Harrison Barnes is slightly underpaid. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yep. I'm sticking with it. <clears throat> Julius Randle. I mean, the Knicks had a crazy good like summer. I can't believe it. Like this deal. Wow. Stephen A. was really happy. He loved it. 62.1 <laughs> mil for three years. That's 20 – Point seven mil a pop for the Knicks. Overpaid, underpaid, properly paid for Mr. Julius
1: Randall, Big D, what do you got? So I'm going overpaid, and this is why Ooh. they do not need to land the second or third tier guys. They have to land a big fish that will draw these other filler players in so that way you can build around the big fish. Uh, because once you get the big fish, you have know, all these little tiny ones, you have to figure out, okay, how does this work? And then you go through a year of transitioning of trying to have it work. And then you try to have it, uh, well that didn't work and we get new players and maybe that doesn't work. And eventually that big fish leaps. So I don't know. I feel like for them, they really need a player who's going to change the franchise, uh, you know, similar to how. Patrick did it back in the day, you know.
0: <sighs> That's a lot to ask.
1: Well, no, I'm just saying like they need somebody who's going to change the franchise, like he, right. Like they don't need a nobody. But like Julius nobody's Randall's but nobody's changing the new franchise new. for twenty million dollars. That's what I'm saying. Like Julius Randle will never do that. It, neither with a skill level like you.
0: I agree with you on that. I mean, he's no LeBron James. I think he's properly paid, though. Personally, just because like. If that was like the third guy they got, you know, this summer, like they'd be like, "Oh shit, that's a really good deal." Be- because it's the best name they got. You're right. It does seem like it's overpaid because they overpaid Situation some other wise. they paid they overpaid some other people, so it looks like it's overpaid. So, I think it's a properly paid. Um certainly not an underpay, but I don't think it's
1: an overpay. I just feel like it's like, "Okay, we're paying you more than your
0: but that's Your like I feel like value. that's what he would be
1: worth, like around twenty. Sure, but I feel like there, the perception for me is, no one wants to come here, so we're paying a premium for you to just be here. Yeah, right. Like, we just need players at this point. Like you're, it's above market value. Um, you know, other teams weren't that interested as far as like re-signing him. So, true. Sure. I don't know. Uh, I just, like the situation, it just. Uh, exaggerates. I don't know, but that, that I think he got overpaid. Sure. I think that if he were somewhere else and he had twenty million a year, I think that you'd be like, "Oh, okay, like it's a solid guy for 20 Sure. But they. So signed. you're
0: saying he's properly paid, Doge? Talk some nonsense
1: out of Dylan's head. Anyone but the Knicks. Oh, I think he's. I think he's properly paid for sure. I mean, he's, right. 20, he's twenty-four
0: years old. You know, he was just added to the, the FIBA World Cup, uh, the training camp roster, yes. so it, he's at that level. Uh, I think I think they got a great deal on him. Mm-hmm. Kind of like you said, though, I feel like when they were talking about potentially getting Kyrie Irving and Kevin Durant this offseason, you got to be a little upset that the best player he landed was Julius Randle, but
2: I think, I think this is a great deal for him. Uh, I feel like, you know, 2018, 20 mil for a really talented 24 year old, uh, that still has a lot of room to grow. You know, it is not the signing that they wanted, but I think they got a good deal on. him. I think he's probably paid here.
0: Sure, I uh, totally, I'm totally with you. Um, yeah, no, he totally joined the roster with him and all my uh, my Celtics boys. Got yeah, four, four in, four in training camp. I love it. Tatum, Jalen, Kemba, the new homie. And Marcus Smart. I hope Marcus Smart, of all people, makes it. But I'm sure uh, Tatum and Kemba definitely will. And I don't know. I hope the other guys do, too. But we'll see. They trim it down to 12 people. So, that'd be tough if it was four Celtics. (laughs) And, you know, just like... Third of the team. You know, guy that I'm not a fan of too much anymore for this next one. Scary Terry. Had some nice words about Boston on his way out. Not really. Um... 56.7 mil for over three years. That's 18.9 mil a year for the Hornets. I'm going to start first. This is an overpay, in my opinion. 18.9 is quite a bit. I would have said more in the 13-15 range. You can get away with 18, and nobody's really going to notice. You're not going to be like, oh, that's one of the worst contracts in the league. But Terry is just not that good, and I don't know. It's just... Ugh. Bad bad taste in my mouth, Scary Terry. Overpay. Dill, Thoughts?
1: Yeah, I was going to say probably 15 and under for Terry. Puma guy now, though. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think it's I think Puma guy and the Jordan team. I think he's overpaid. Hilarious. I don't know if he's the best guy. I think he's a little bit of a prick. Maybe. You know, kind of... I can maybe see that. Kind of arrogant. A little, little but, full of himself.
0: I mean, yeah. definitely thought he was better than Kyrie Irving, that's for sure. For some, so for some strange reason. Yeah.
1: Overpaid. Doge?
0: I think he's I think he's
2: overpaid for sure. You know, yeah. I feel like after looking at what the Celtics team has been able to do with you know
3: not necessarily this exact Celtics team, but you know, Isaiah Thomas came in, had some incredible success. Uh, right. Kyrie Irving comes in, uh, plays pretty well, but they're
2: still a really good team with Terry when Kyrie's out on injury. Uh, I feel like he was more, you know, a benefactor of a really good system that Brad Stevens has and not necessarily him being a great player that deserves this money. Um, So, I mean, I feel like the almost 19 mil a year for Terry Rozier, I feel like you can get better players or at least equal players for a lot less money. So I would say overpaid.
0: Right. I mean, every single one of those guys have had their best career year statistically when they've been the starter for the Celtics. Isaiah Thomas, for sure. Kyrie Irving just did last year. Terry Rozier, obviously, in the playoffs and that stretch was. If, Marcus Smart, you know, has recently, too. You if know. you had
1: Terry Rozier from the playoffs, he's definitely mm-hmm. underpaid.
0: Yeah, but he's not that guy. Right,
1: but like I'm saying, if he was able to, if be he's the guy talking smack guy, to Drew,
0: like to Eric Bledsoe, I almost calling him Drew Bledsoe because that's what he did too. Right. Um, to Eric Bledsoe and that's like getting great. in his when head. He wore
1: the jersey? Right. And
0: he wears the jersey. Ah. That guy is underpaid, but that's not that guy anymore. He doesn't do it. So hopefully he brings it back. <laughs> that
1: doesn't
0: exist anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Scary Terry's gone. He just Terry here now. Terror? Terror? Oh, oh, no. bagel, Sorry, Terry? Terry? Oh Lord. Jeez.
1: But needs backup.
0: Alright, the Grizzlies. We gotta back up. Terry. Grizzlies have signed Jonas Valanciunas To a $45 million three year deal. That's 15 mil a pop. I'm going. Properly paid? To overpaid? I don't know. He's not good. He's not bad. I, I think he's a solid guy there. He, I, I think he's worth fifteen mil. Especially, I think in that the third year might get a little dicey. But right now, I think he's worth fifteen mil. So I'd say
1: I'm like got a foot in each camp for properly paid, overpaid. Dill, I think he's properly paid. He's a mobile big man. Um, he's able to make buckets. He's able to get a lot of boards. Uh, I think with Ja there I think that it'll be, you know, kind of able to help them open the court up as far as his mobility and the pick and roll and hopefully those two guys can play together. And they also have uh that what, Jaron, right? Yeah. Jaron Jackson. Triple J? Yeah. Jaron Jackson Jr. for yeah. sure. So they have some good talent down there and they just need to kinda of pull it all together and see how it can work. So like you said, maybe the thirty or maybe not. Maybe that mobility goes away if there's, you know, any uh, injuries as he gets older. But I think that Chupas got a good contract.
0: Sure. Doge, what do you think about Jimness?
2: I think it's properly paid. Uh, you know, he only played 19 games for the Grizzlies last year. But even then, uh, oh, man. was putting up the, the best sound. numbers he's had <laughs> in his whole career. Oh. He had 19.9 points a game, so almost 20 points a game, averaging 10.7 boards a game so you're you're looking at a double double guy night in night out for, for points and boards and you're and you're paying 15 mil you know there's some guys that are overpaid in this category as far as big men are concerned right. so, uh i think he's properly paid here 15 mil and you're getting 20 points and 10 boards a game i think that's nice so if he can keep that up, sure uh, by all means it's a good deal all
0: right if he's keeping that up he might be underpaid
2: I I would agree if he keeps it up. But like I said, small sample size, only 19 points. 19 games played last year for the Grizzlies.
0: Those are some some Um, numbers you're expecting Julius Randle to get on the Knickerbockers. I agree. With um, 26.7 up there. I agree. (laughs) All right. Next one. We've only got a couple more, ladies and gentlemen. We've got J.J. Redick. 26.5 mil over two years. Your boy has increased his contract every single time he's been up for a contract, making more money each per year. So now he's got 13.25 for the Pelicans down there with Zion. Um, I'm going properly paid here, if not underpaid. J.J. Redick is a beast, and he just makes shots. How has he
1: not made more money than that per right. year? It
0: doesn't make sense to me almost, right.
1: Oh, uh, I mean, but, I get it.
0: Right has been. He's actually been like better in these last couple years. And maybe, ah, he's probably pretty. He was pretty good for the Clippers, but he's solid for sure. So I think this is maybe no. I'm going properly paid. Dill, you said properly or under?
1: Yeah, I'm going properly.
0: Doge. Properly paid, especially his value um, to the Pelicans. They needed a nice veteran to add to that locker room. Certainly. I think he's a great Certainly, and just such a wet ball, like something they need. Oh yeah, and him and Drewer—they'll be scrappy. It's just there. It's a good, good addition, especially for that contract. We all agree. I love it. All right, I think we're all going to agree on this one. This is a great, great deal for every other team in the league. The Knicks have signed Taj Gibson, twenty mil, two years. Let's go, another power forward, along with Julius Randle and Bobby Portis. This is big time this is an overpay in my opinion for sure just because why do you need taj gibson and why do you need to pay him 10 million dollars you could have given that to julius randall and i would have been more okay with it than rather you just spend it on taj gibson so i'm out on this a lot what is what do you need him for
1: that that's the problem I'm running into is there's no is, need for an old. Fit. They have a better guy. If he was Bulls, Taj Gibson, like just banging off the glass. Yeah, but
0: that guy's Bobby Portis. That's who that guy is, right? But now.
1: it's not even close. To him. Yeah, but that's I mean? the
0: guy they also have. They have him and Julius Randall, and I don't know, just they just clogged up their position it's be a for weird no reason. Lineup.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. I don't know what their sets are going to
0: be. It's going to be like Dennis Smith. Frankie Smokes, Kevin Knox, Julius Randle, Bobby Portis.
1: Weird team. I'm forgetting,
0: like, uh, Mitchell Robinson might start at the center. He's pretty good, actually. Doge, tell me you're, you're with us in this camp.
2: Yeah, it's an overpay. They just don't need him middle of the year for the next two years to
3: Taj Gibson. you just don't
0: need that. It's just, okay. right, it's just yeah, a worthless, worthless See, here's a perfect example, and that's the next one we're going to talk about. Kevon Looney is a steal and a freaking half. I'm not even going to let you guys even disagree, which you can, I guess, if you want, but three years, $15 million for Kevon Looney, who is four times better than Taj Gibson, $5 million a year to the Warriors, like, that is absurd. Like, the Knicks could have given him $10 million a year. Like what are yeah. they? What are they doing? I don't know. Uh, I don't know what other teams were in
2: play for Kevon Looney. Maybe he's just saying, "Hey, I'll stick with the Warriors. I think we have a good thing." But right. Should have been paid a lot more than five million year.
0: I think that's what he did, Doge. So, I think he was just like, "Yo, I'm in." Like, I'll five mil for sure to win a couple, like potentially
1: rings, which maybe they're not right. going to. with KD. Right. Maybe it's just but, really fun playing with those guys. Right. Exactly. Like he's like, "Yo, this is just always a ball. The new stadium's gonna be dope." Maybe he's just right. like, "I'm gonna be dank." Right. Like, now that KD's gone, maybe I can shoot some now. Like, I can actually take a shot.
0: Um, so, I don't know. I just think that that's a, a crazy, like, those, both of those contracts are absurd to me. One is such an underpaid, one is such an overpay. Still, thoughts? Same?
1: I think, yeah, I mean, I think he was, I think was good for, him. for him. For him. Like, I mean, just like, you know, good for him. You think that he's, he's proper paid? Um... You're going no, properly paid? No, I think he's underpaid. Oh, okay, like I
0: was say I think he can even make fifteen million a year.
1: If he no, I think I think he's right around the taj up, uh, top gift shit. <laughs> T- the taj, Top giftship. I'm top so gift stuffed up. I'm just like top trying to slow shop. my words here. He could be in the Redick the
0: Redick deal though. I think million, he could go for.
1: Yeah. Okay. Between the ten and thirteen. Sure. Right. Somewhere in there. I think $15 is too much. Right. Yeah, but I mean, yeah. No, I
0: agree. I agree. Better than Taj Gibson, that's for sure. All right. Moving on Do a quick rapid-fireage. Um, there's a little bonus challenge going on on Twitter here. It's uh, it's a fun game where... Well, it's not a fun game, I guess, but it goes... <laughs> all right, Dill, gun to your head. You get to select one player who was born on your birthday who has to score 30 points in a single NBA game Like, then you'll be saved. So, you know, I don't know if you need to take some time to research. I think we all did a little bit before. You need someone to drop 30, born on your birthday. you got to call them up. You're like, all right, let me give them a ring. Who do you call? Bill.
1: So I'm actually really proud of myself for knowing this right off the bat, but DeMar DeRozan. Whoa. Okay. So, I'm feeling pretty confident that he's just, you know, <clears throat> if I told him, hey, I need you to get 30 here, my life depends on it, I think he'd be like, yo,
0: He could I definitely you. get
1: you 30. I'll get Kyle Lowry on the phone and be like, hey, Kyle's my bud. Nope, you only you know? get one.
0: He's not born on your birthday.
1: No, but I'm saying, he would call He doesn't even
0: food. get to pass him the ball.
1: He would talk to DeMar. You know, well, he'd be like, hey, DeMar, like, yo, my boy, he's like, oh, my boy's hooking up my boy. Maybe I'll just tell the Marcus to show boy. up that day. You know, just like, Lamarcus, you got
0: a DNP. What? Lamarcus Aldridge. The guy on the Spurs, he's just like, yo, don't show up today. Like, I need all the shots.
3: Oh, oh. I, okay. I got to save him. I, like, I got to save talking? Dale.
0: Like, you just tell him to sit down, because Lamarcus will gobble up those points real quick. Well, maybe he gets all the boards for you. Though. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's it. That's, you got to work that out with him. I think I'm good. I would say you're all right. Any, any other duds?
1: No, that was the only... That was pretty much, like, the only guy from the modern era the NBA. Like sure. There were a couple guys from, like, the 20s, like, or, like, early, like, 40s. Sure. Uh, there was, like, one or two guys, like, from the 70s up.
0: Right.
1: Tomorrow one of them, so.
0: Sure. So, uh... A
1: handful of gentlemen.
0: Doge, what about you? Any... Any... Are you getting your life saved or are you you passing away here?
2: Oh, I'm getting it saved.
0: uh, Sure, we need it. Born on
2: December
0: 19th in 1957, I believe. Sure, wow. Throwing it back. Oh, yeah. McHale? Love it. Kevin McHale.
3: Oh, yeah.
0: Oh, you're, I mean, you couldn't be any more safe.
2: Oh, he's, he's going back-to-back back nights. He's scoring 50 the first night, 40
0: the second night. Yeah. 80s, 80s. For sure. Yeah. He's saving you twice. Oh,
2: like, yeah. He's like, oh, that wasn't enough for you the first time. I'll right.
0: You need a little more guy, huh? Yeah. Right. Yeah. There you go. Love it.
2: I'm safe. I, I like Kevin right
0: McNeil. Okay. So, you guys kind of had, you went, you went, you had to go a little old era. They had to go a little modern era. I'm gonna have to look I'm gonna have to look deep in because if I got a modern era I'm not probably surviving I got Quincy AC <laughs> so I, I'm that's looking at like a nice 20 maybe I mean he could maybe give me 30 if I really was like dude Quince, like come on I need it
1: back in Baylor maybe
0: oh yeah Baylor for sure that's it we're talking teams he's in Baylor but if I can, and I don't know, we gotta look at the you know the real rules, but I think Rebecca Lobo could give me 30 in her heyday, you know, if I needed to in an NBA game. But we had the past, we had the present, I'm going future NBA. Taco Tuesday, famous athlete, Brawny LeBron James Jr. could definitely get me 30 if I need to. You wanna know why? Because dad's just gonna pass him a billion times, you know, and just like, you know, set everything up for him real nice. So similar to Dylan, getting Kyle Lowry involved. I'm gonna get LeBron involved with Bronny. So I think I'm, I think I'm fine. Hopefully. But Rebecca Lobo, I think would, and if not, shouts out Quincy AC. We got this. So maybe not. Um, Probably not. Yeah, probably not. I mean, it was nice knowing you guys, though. He
2: could drop thirty somewhere, just wouldn't be in an NBA game.
0: Right, right. But, like, what if it's like one of those, like, it's like against the Knicks, and like they're sitting some people, oh. yes. <sighs> families in town. <laughs> I know, God. Well, hey, like I said, it was nice knowing you. Tell Kevin, I, <laughs> tell Kevin, I say hello, Doge. I will. It was God. All right, fourth quarter. Summer segment. You know it. You love it. We've got a good one for you. Um, got to discuss how we want to do it here first, but we will either be we want to draft, we want to Mount Rushmore. But I feel I'm in on a Rushmore. Rushmore? I'm in on a Rushmore. I, um, feel like,
2: I feel like some of us may have the same answers, and I'm fine with that.
0: Okay, I like it. We're going to do the Mount Rushmore. Well, Dill, are you going to agree? Do you, you consent? Yeah, I'm in for
1: the Rushmore.
0: He's in for the Rushmore.
1: <laughs> makes sense.
0: Consents. We already go. Sure, huge. Let's do this. <laughs> Mount Rushmore of Lawn Games. So... Without further ado, do we want to just go, like, one in order? Or do we want to go, like, we just say our four?
2: I think we just say our four.
0: All right. Well, Dosh, feel feel that way about your four right now. Who you got? What do you got? All right, so my Mount Rushmore of Yard Games. Number one, George Washington of my Mount Rushmore of Yard Games. Wow. Sure.
2: And it has to be.
0: I mean, it's got to be on there. It's been there since day one. Some people in Illinois call it Bags. Um, sure.
3: Weird. It's weird. Cornhole. Bags. Um, yeah, come on.
2: Or you can use bags in a lot of things. You're
3: throwing corn into a hole here. Whatever. Right. Anyway.
2: Life goes on. So you got Cornhole. Second, one of my personal favorite games. Not quite as classic, more of a new era game is Candy. You know.
0: Sure. Love Me some Frisbee. Big can uh, be uh, the, the opportunity to throw the frisbee through the little slot in the garbage can, just to win the game on a on a one throw. It's just huge. And it's a yeah. good team sport. Plus, great game to have one beer in one hand and you're tossing frizz with the other. Yes, totally agree. Third game. Lots of people call it different things. I've heard hillbilly golf. I've heard <clears> toss. Sure. <throat> uh, less family friendly. Um, but you know the, the game where you have little golf balls or, or foam balls on the ends of the strings and you try to toss it so it gets caught on a on a bar. The, um, Wal- the Walmart brand is called Blongo Ball. That's what we had up at the lake. So that's Blongo another Ball, Yeah, I don't know. I don't know it where it that... any names, right. you know the one I'm talking about. Oh yeah. So I love that. That's gonna be my third on the Mount Rushmore of the
3: Lawn Games. And then fourth, I was just recently introduced to at Ed Lakehouse Lake House. Yeah. Oh. A game that you play with wooden
0: blocks and pegs called Coop. Coop is nice.
2: Coop is nice. I had never played it
0: until a couple weekends ago. And I
2: love it. It's a really
0: fun game. That's big time. Those are good ones, Damn. Oh, yeah. Big Dill. Mount Rushmore of Lawn
1: Games. All right, so... Let me know if these are, I guess, considered... Here we go.
0: Here we go. Already
1: bending the rules. It's right first thing out of his well, mouth. Well, no, no. I mean, I I just want to make sure. I mean, they're all played in the lawn. So, all right. First, I totally agree with you, especially living in the Midwest and Ohio. Uh, cornhole. Got to put cornhole up there. That game, I mean, you play it pretty much every time you're outside and people have portholes. Somebody asks if you have it, somebody brings their own bags, and you're like, Wow, this is way too serious! Like, I didn't know oh, this is getting there. Um, or they've got the custom board, yeah, and
0: it's glossed over, yeah, you know, and then like, and, like it's got its travel kit, and it's
1: like you know, part mag- of part
0: magnetized
1: of the, or part of the challenge is like you know, for wood, it slides differently versus if it's a plastic, plastic board. Right? You know, what kind of
0: bag it is? It is it a
1: bean bag? Is it a
0: feather bag?
1: Right, a sand a, bag. There are multiple differences, so you definitely have to, um, you know, cater to your specific game and your materials. But that would probably be my first game. Sure. Second, I mean, I always love a good game of wiffle ball. Oh. Like if you ever sure. just get a couple bags or like
0: it's a long game
1: those little it. like miniature like set for like bases or whatever or like you put a shoe out and that's first base then you're like okay if you hit it there it's a home run blah blah blah, blah. you know yeah if you get it to the pitcher is they is it out or do you have to peg them with it you know like right is it, is it peg ball so right. that's always fun. Right. Uh, like house rules, just depending on where you are. Right. right. That always depends, too. So, let's see. Cornhole, mm-hmm. wiffle ball. I love badminton, too. Sure. You know, badminton gets it's intense badminton. with uh with those freaking shuttle cacks.
0: Sure. So,
1: hashtag South Carolina, hashtag Book cacks. Um, yeah, sure. So, I can't for a fourth one because I wanted, I wanted to try it to be different. I just don't know a lot, I feel like.
0: Well, here you go. Stats team. Pause your last
1: one and then I'll say mine and then see if I can. All right. One. Yeah, yeah. I'll see maybe if I can think of a fourth one. Right. Okay. I want it to be true. Like, like those games I truly enjoy. Not just what I can think of. You know sure. what I mean? Sure. Okay. I, just, I mean, the first one...
0: George Washington for everyone, it's Cornhole. Like, that is a staple. It is one of the best lawn games. There's no doubt. So, let's get that out of the way. Number two, I believe this will be your number four. Tell me a person that doesn't like a good game of kickball. You're not going to find one. Like, Yeah. Mm, mmm. Good old yeah. game of kickball. Love it. I'm going spike ball number three. Big spike ball guy. Love it in the water. Big fan on the lawn. But we got the floaty one at the lake. Big fan. I'm not sure if that's a lawn, but is what it is. What the rules? Uh, did I say <laughs> I also enjoy on the lawn? Yes.
1: It is. It is a lawn game that is I know. Process. I know. But I've only played in the water, and I think that it would be better. So whose fault is that? Yours. No, I'm just saying. What's I think it? that after playing in the water, when they probably when only a
0: the is airing on ESPN as a real sport, actually when what airing on ESPN as a real sport, championships, Georgia, they won this year, shouts out, I think, I don't know, pretty pretty confident in that, well, shouts out, oh God, now look it up, I'm, I'm so confident it was Georgia, but as soon as I said it, I was like, wait, did they lose in the final, I know they were in it. But it's on ESPN, and it's like kind, of, kind of nice. Right around the cornhole time. I don't want to enter. Come on now. I'm going to, have to save this for another day. I'm sticking with it. Georgia, confident. Spike ball for my number three. I believe. All right. I gotta do it. I think I have to do it. I'm going Giant Jenga for my last one. That game always gets everybody going. The blocks always fall. It's really loud. Everybody kind of freaks out. You know, you get to yell Jenga, especially if you got a beverage in your hand. that's always a good time. So I'm going that to round out my,
1: my four. So I think my fourth one I'm going to consider... I mean, this is a long game. Like, you do play in the yard and whatnot. Here we go. Is hide-and-go-seek dodgeball specifically at (laughs) night?
2: (laughs) (laughs) No, man, that's just so... That's so goofy. That was, like, the last thing I was expecting
1: you to say. Dude, I'm telling you, you know how many late nights we had in the summer growing up where... I mean, that's not something, you know, we probably would play now. Probably not. But, I mean, I remember maybe, maybe though, up, I could get one going. You would... Okay, you would have, like, the basketball pole be the home base. You would set which yards you could go hide in. So, you know, obviously you were, you know, creeping around the neighbor's houses, which was late at night. So that was something that you had to play into account because, you know, if they spotted you, you know, you could be... You know, your spot could be given away. Yeah. So you know, depending on whose house we were playing at, you know, had who had the best spots and how many different ways could you get back to the home base without going out of bounds? So it's, I mean, there were so many nights of us playing that just hours and hours and hours and people getting pissed off because they couldn't get anybody after like four rounds. And, sure. You know, we'd switch it up. Mm-hmm. That was, that was something that I would definitely recommend if you ever have the chance just because it's. Can't play during the day though. I mean, you could, but the I'd go seek dodgeball during the night. During the night is like definitely like the part. Like once it's dark, it's like <laughs> you know shit gets wild. Sure. You never know what's gonna happen.
0: Sure, sure, sure. Because
1: you could be hiding in a bush and you're staring right at the person who's it, and you're like, oh shit! Like I cannot make a noise. Yeah. Otherwise, you could be the one screwed for the next hour because you can't find anybody. Right.
0: Yeah. So the worst, Yikes. the worst
1: thing is, is when you're halfway across the yard and you hear somebody running on the pavement. You're like, damn, yeah, you're too yeah. late. Brutal. Too, too late. late. They ran away. Right.
0: Um, any honorable mentions, Doge? <laughs> um, i got a couple I can rip off. Is it? Yeah,
1: what about, about Beersby?
0: Definitely that, definitely one. Is that the one with the pole, right? Yeah. I mean, there's two different kinds, but I think either one would apply. I'm a big fan of like those people that got that have the ring tied to like their tree and then like a little nail like the, in the tree, and, like the ring's like on a string in oh, yeah, a branch. Ring? And you got yeah. like I'm a big fan of that one. Um, you know, croquet every once in a while is always a good game. Um, ball. You know, some people. Yeah, some would just say bocce ball can be big for some people. Um, I'm not sure. You know, sometimes you need to get out there, get a good tetherball game going, if you're lucky. Um, jarts or lawn darts I've never played, but I heard used to be a riot, but they used to like fall on people's heads, so I think it's banned. Um I don't know, that's all I got. Any other to inspire you and all, honey?
1: I think maybe I mean you brought up the water. Um, this is also on land, just like you know, front yard basketball. Yeah, but you that's know, not that's, a lawn game, right? I'm just saying that's like, a sport, right? Right, but you're playing on the on the lawn. No, and no. the rules because the rules are modified. Get that that's, out of there. That's on a court, not a lawn. Water basketball because that's different. No pool, sure. Yeah, like if you're in the pool. I'm, think I'm of like still thinking games. I'm still out like, on that. Pool games no. Because these are long games. That's, like, you know, pool I'm games thinking, are not long games. Like what do you do for graduation parties? If people have a pool, people are playing pool games.
0: Yeah, but this is not what we're discussing. It's not a summer
1: segment of pool games. That's we could have a whole pool to... we could do a whole Eight.
0: pool games Mount more right now, I bet.
1: My four did not include those because I w I didn't want to bend rules.
0: <laughs> That's first first thing forever. First time for everything, then I guess. Good. I like to hear it. Does <clears throat> did I inspire you with any of my listings there?
2: Um, I do love the the ring game. Yes. But I mean, you know, I think we there's no new additional ones I need to add by any means.
0: No. I don't think so either. I think that's, that's we got it covered. There's some good long games. So I could go for some right now, honestly. Oh
1: yeah. I go for something a gosh, well, about the right time.
0: Yeah, it is about the right time. Jeez, couldn't find me though, Bill. <clears throat> Moving on. Buzzer beaters. Um, I'll go first, and then I'll we'll, we'll swing around the horn after this. This weekend, it is the 60th anniversary of the Clear Lake Ski Show, put on by the Clear Lake Ski Club. He's actually the president for the 50th anniversary, so 10 years ago. Kind of wild. Um, but this year I'll be announcing the event and taking it in. I think my brother Mitch is going over the jump a couple times um, and doing some other fun tricks. I know Ben is helping out, and I think Patch is too. So should be a pretty cool event. A lot of butlers involved. A lot of uh, old people doing uh, some acts as well. So look out for some cool photos and video of that. Big D, buzzer beater. Where do you want it?
1: Uh, just give it to me straight on.
0: Sheriff, sure. chess pass coming right at you. What do you got? Sunday, September
1: eighth. Not close, but I'm pumped because we just got tickets <laughs> for the Tennessee Titans, Cleveland Browns home opener, baby. So I'm super stoked. The Browns this year. I'm super stoked because they've always sucked my entire life. Still, by they were not bad last year. You, they were okay. Can you imagine if they were horrible this year and not like that? Just like, if they were like three and thirteen, just
0: terrible.
1: Just like didn't even look like a team. Right, oh, that sucks. Kind of like the Cardinals are. last year. Yes, so they, they were trash. trash. they bad. Bad news. Hopefully, that's not. Pretty sure we have their coach. Uh, Steve Wilkes?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Yep. But he's a good D coordinator, apparently. So we threw him back at that slot, yep. so hopefully yep. it's not. We'll see. Probably. Anyway, definitely we have my shot. Me? Maybe. Maybe. Is Doge up next? Doge, Doge. where do you want Doge.
0: your shot to end the show? Uh, Shouts out to uh, my roommate, Gordon Taylor. He's going to his brother's wedding uh, Yes. Oh. Yeah. Ian, Ian is getting married, so shouts to Ian! Congratulations and uh, yeah. Yes, dude! Congrats, Ian. That's awesome. Obviously, gonna be a good time. Obviously, not gonna shout out Gordon for that, but he deserves no. a shout. Out. He deserves a shout out for just being Gordon. So.
2: Well, we were using his name, so that was the shout
0: out. I know, but I just wanted to <laughs> want to cheat him. No, I
2: failed. yeah. We, I revoked the shout out to Gordon.
0: Thanks, I appreciate that. Dill. <laughs> Do you want to shout out Ian and not Gordon like the rest of us?
1: Yeah, shout out to Ian. Uh, big fan of your Clash of Clans. Oh, sure. yeah. Sure, yeah. I agree. He's got a good one. Is that your dad? You're 12. Oh, uh, yeah. Who's Ian's dad who always donates me stuff? I think so. I don't know. I think that's him. That makes sense it, if it was Ian's, Ian's dad. dad. yeah. Sure. <coughs> There you have it. Shout out, I'm yawning. Sheesh, oh, we're having a late one here.
0: Congrats to Ian. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Doge, thank you for being here as always.
2: Oh, it's great being here.
1: Appreciate you guys having me.
0: Yes, Dill. Thanks for sticking with us here.
1: Yeah, it's uh, about an hour past my assumed bedtime that you know i started to get a little bit sleepy but you know hey there you go this will keep me up is what it It is it's great having doge in my virtual living room
0: i always agree with that always good to see doge i always enjoy it (laughs) thank you everyone for listening this is the clubhouse